Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Electric Leftovers. My name is Jason, this is episode 174, I think? Sounds right. How are we doing? Is everybody doing fine? I hope you're doing fine. It's good to be fine. Let me tell you, I am tired. It has just been one of those where everything all at once. It's okay though. What are you going to do? You just got to keep on keeping on, right? Over at the website this week, since we last spoke, we have some Pokemon Yellow and Hollow Knight from Scarlet. We have the first of the episode of Wrath of the Black Manta from me. We have some Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age from Scarlet. We have some more Onimusha, Duke Nukem 3D, and Hollow Knight, all from Scarlet. And uh, I've got some more Coolio I need to get added to the website. I forgot to do it before I started recording because I was working on our newest soundtrack, which is Final Fantasy VII. So there. And uh, Bride of the Monster over at uh, the Mystery Science Theater for this week. I, if I remember right, that is the movie that features the timeless line, The Tampered in God's Domain. Fairly certain it's that one. Uh, what else? Um, well, if you don't know, I've been recording Final Fantasy VII. That is, I mean, nearly, nearly done. Just doing all the stupid little odds and ends stuff at the very end. And, um, yeah, so that should be... I might even be done recording that before Wrath of the Black Manta gets finished uploading. Which is gonna be relatively soon. It's a short game. And then we'll start on Final Fantasy VII, and I'll probably tuck one of the other shorter games along there with it. Anything else? No, not really. I mean, as busy as it's been everywhere else, it's been kind of nice and quiet at the website, which I can appreciate. So, there it is. There you go. Let's have some music. Oh, and I just checked. It's episode 175. Sorry.
Okay, buckle up. This one's long. The world's pulse raised with excitement. Everybody truly believed the conniving Dr. Wily had been stopped for good and imprisoned by the valiant Mega Man. Reporters jockeyed with cameramen for snapshots at the infamous doctor as he hung his head while being dragged away in handcuffs. Dr. Wily would soon be behind bars. Or would he? Dr. Wily was ready for anything. He had known his dastardly plans would end in failure someday, so after six months without contact, his laboratory sprung to life. Monitors whirred into action, lights flashed, and the lab control panel booted up. In no time, four hidden robots emerged, and the robots then began a rampage in search of their master. Wily had done it again. Nothing would get in their way. The world's racing pulse turned to nervous fear as a city was pummeled. Wasn't Dr. Wiley in jail? Why was this still happening? The four robots took no heed to the great robot creator named Dr. Light. Mega Man found Dr. Light and his canine cyborg Rush fallen in the streets. Dr. Light, are you okay? Mega Man shouted. Mega Man, we have no time, replied Dr. Light. Dr. Wiley is using his robot to cover up his escape. You must go. Follow his spaceship. Mega Man, Dr. Light, and Rush looked on in horror as Dr. Wily's spaceship shot out of the prison. Dr. Wily was on the loose. That's the back of the box for Mega Man 7. Uh, this one for the Super Nintendo from Capcom, of course, 1995. And often kind of poorly thought about, and I don't know why. I think Mega Man 7 is a great game, and uh, I was glad to play it, so... There it is. There you go. Jade played it uh, in one third of the videos that I did and did a much better job. So if you want to see somebody doing it because they wanted to or, well, I guess he wanted to, too. Anyway, one of us is very good at Mega Man 7. One of us is not. You make the call.
Well, there's actually more reviews for this game than I thought there were. Um, and I, about, about average for what I was expecting. Um, overall, and this is not based on reviews, but overall this game is 3.8 out of 5, which is not bad. Uh, I'm looking around. Some of these f sound a little weird, as they often do, like, step down from the past, step up from the future. Step up to the future, I think, would make more sense there. Um, enter the scrap heap. Feels like I've been here before. Snore, snore, awake. Beat these robots. Snore, snore. There's a detailed review from Psycho Penguin. We're not going to read that one because it's detailed. But I'll tell you, before the Mega Man series shriveled up and died, Capcom provided one last gem. Five out of five. Capcom, yeah, let's make another uninnovative Mega Man game. That'll sell. <clears throat> Garbage, one of the worst Mega Man games to date. Man. Oh, well, we're going to read that one. Oh, and that one. <laughs> one one returning uh, provider and one new one. We'll start with the new one. Are you ready for this? <laughs> A Mega Man 6 review by Brack. Uh, uploaded April 16th, 2000. Mega Man 6 is a flop. This game just isn't creative. The weapons you get from the enemies are basically rehashes of the weapons from the earlier games. Plus in this game, Rush attaches to you on uh, Rush attaches onto you, excuse me, and becomes a suit of armor or a jetpack. Weird. Every one of those ended with an exclamation point. Graphics, 7 out of 10. The graphics are probably the best out of the six Mega Man games of the NES, but the reason I gave it a 7 is because the game was made in 1993, and Capcom should have made the game for the Super Nintendo instead. Sound, 5 out of 10. The music is the worst of the six games by far. Tomahawk, Tomahawk Man's music is cool, but that's about it. Some of the sound effects are cool, but many of them are taken from the earlier games. And again, why didn't Capcom create a Mega Man game for the SNES by now? Should we tell him that Mega Man X is a thing? Challenge, 5 out of 10. In this game, you only have to find four letters to spell beat and obtain them. Because it was nine in another game, I guess. You must find a different path to the boss in Nightman, Tomac Man, Yamato Man, and Centaur Man stages. However, the majority are out in the open. Also, Rush doesn't run out of energy in this game, so you can use him without limit. That makes the game even easier. Even though Rush does not operate in the same way, I guess. Gameplay, 3 out of 10. I'm sorry, but this game just doesn't offer anything decent. With recycled weapons and the ironic new rush, the game is the black sheep of the NES Mega Man series. Mega Man's coolness was definitely hurt by trashy sequels like this. Overall, 4 out of 10. Even though Mega Man is really cool, it doesn't mean every single game of his is cool. Mega Man 5 and 6 is proof. Don't get this game unless you're trying to collect all of the 6 NES Mega Man games. Rating 2. 2 out of 5. Well, I don't... Aren't most Mega Man weapons in most games kind of sort of just rehashes of other ones? I mean, I'm thinking there's a shield weapon in almost every game, so there's Plant Man. 
Uh, Tomahawk Man's weapon, not really something we've seen before. I mean, I can't think of another weapon that does what it does. Now, yes, Blizzard Man's weapon is really different. Night Man's is really different. Centaur Man's is weird. Uh, what's Flame Man? His is... His weapon is what you should have got from Heat Man in Mega Man 2. Yamato Man's weapon is pretty much Needle Cannon, so I can see that, but... I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. Nice short review, though. Good job, Brack. And finally... Not a good end to the NES series. A Mega Man 6 review by Officil. Reviewed February 6th, 2015. The final entry in the NES series of Mega Man titles doesn't manage to do anything worth mentioning and exists solely because of its popular name. It's certainly not bad, it's actually an okay game, but that's the thing. It's so freaking okay that there's nothing special to say about it. Like with the previous one, Mega Man 6 is just another slightly above average platformer. Plot, again, not applicable. No plot in this game. Mr. X is using eight tournament robot fighters to rule the world, of course, and admitted being the one behind past Dr. Wily's schemes. Gee, let me think. An Einstein-like white-haired old evil guy in a Mega Man game? Could he be Dr. Wily in disguise? Ooh, mystery. I don't, I mean, if you don't want to write about the plot, don't write about the plot, but don't say it doesn't have one because you don't want to write about it. That's what I'm getting from these officer. <clears throat> Gameplay, six and a half. Replay, four. Both scores out of ten. Capcom ended Mega Man's journey on the NES by doing absolutely nothing new or innovative, resulting in a game that is neither bad nor good. Mega Man 6 is just another action platform where, once again, there are eight levels filled with enemies and deadly traps, eight bosses with their special weaknesses, and, of course, eight weapons that can be acquired by defeating them. There's only one new addition, even though they did, quote, absolutely nothing new, which honestly isn't an addition but an improvement of two past abilities. Mega Man can now put a jetpack and fly a bit. Secondly, he can put on some heavy metal gloves to smash boulders. Other than that, though, this won't really excite gamers, especially due to the boring level design, which is pretty simplistic and whose challenge are more like mundane tasks than entertaining tests of skill. Graphics 8, Design 6.5, Sound 7, Music 5. The final Mega Man is indistinguishable from the rest, and that's a good thing since all of them looked good with great, colorful, and cartoonishly cute overall design. Yet, like with Mega Man 5, everything looks pretty generic when compared to previous titles. The same goes for the very good sound effects and music. They are great, but once again, nothing exciting, especially when compared to the soundtrack of Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3, which were absolute masterpieces. Overall, 6.5. Unfortunately, the NES Mega Man chapter closes, not with a loud bang, but with a weak and cheap plastic toys POW. The gaming world was amazed by Mega Man 2, but the final game was nothing but an unoriginal and forgettable action platform not worthy of the franchise success. At least the series never stopped and has given us wonderful games, or wonderful gems, excuse me, like the Mega Man X series. Reviewers rating 3. You know, nobody mentioned the Robot Masters. The Robot Masters in this game, I think we talked about last time. Uh, all the Robot Masters in this game, you got... They were they were fan drawings, fan concepts. 
Capcom had a contest. You designed a robot master, you sent it in. If they liked it, they put it in the game. I think that was kind of cool. I mean, and basically now you can... People who make their own games, ROM hacks, Game Maker, all that other stuff. Your Capcom lets you do that back in 1993. So that's kind of cool. Anyway, I think Mega Man 6 is a fine game. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's certainly more fun than 5. And after a brief sip of off-mic coffee, our lead story, wait, what? Visitors to Merlion Park in Singapore on June 8th were startled to see Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump enjoying a casual walkabout, hand in hand. On closer inspection, however, they would have seen the two men were Howard X, a Kim impersonator, and Dennis Allen, a Trump impersonator, who traveled to Singapore in advance of the June 12th summit meeting between the two real leaders. Jeanette Waroka of Indonesia was fooled. It's so shocking for me. I don't know why these two famous guys come here, she told the Associated Press. Airport officials were less amused when Kim's doppelganger, whose real name is Lee Howard Ho Woon, arrived at Chengai Airport. One said police officers searched his bag and detained him for two hours before releasing him with stern warnings to stay away from the summit. Singapore's Immigration and Checkpoints Authority said Woon was interviewed for about 45 minutes. Clearly, not concerned about the Donald Trump aspect of that. 
even though everybody should be concerned about the Donald Trump aspect of that. The litigious society, folks. If you've ordered a quarter pounder recently and specified no cheese, you may be interested in a $5 million class action lawsuit brought against McDonald's on May 8th by Cynthia Kissner of Boward County, Florida, and Leonard Werner of Miami Dodd. Miami Dade? Miami Dodd. I don't know. According to the Miami Herald, the two are very angry they've been paying for cheese even though they've ordered their sandwiches without it. The lawsuit contends, quote, Customers continue to be overcharged for these products by being forced to pay for two slices of cheese which they do not want, order, or receive. Also, Kistner and Werner have suffered injury as a result of their purchases because they were overcharged, and McDonald's is being unjustly enriched by these practices. While attorney Andrew Lavin admits the mobile app ordering option does offer a quarter pounder without cheese, he notes in-store customers have no such choice. Do they not have people taking your order at McDonald's in Florida? Is they no cheese, please? Just a question. I don't know. I don't eat at McDonald's. I don't like the food. And unless I had like a a death allergy to cheese, it's like ugh, cheese again. Or you know, maybe stop going to McDonald's. I, look, if you're getting continuous bad service at a place, stop going to the place. Our next story involves some irony, and that involves Charlotte Fox, 61, an accomplished mountain climber who summited Mount Everest in 1996, who unfortunately met an unlikely death on May 24th when she fell down the hardwood stairs at her home in Telluride, Colorado. Fox was part of the infamous 1996 Mount Everest expedition chronicled Into Thin Air by John Krakauer when eight climbers died. Friends called her fall shocking, according to the Aspen Times. Climbing partner Andrea Cutter said of the news, quote, It made me think, geez, it's just so wrong. San Miguel County Coroner Emil Sante said officials have no reason to believe that it was suspicious at all. And probably rightly so. Maybe she... Have you seen that picture of the staircase that's got, like, it's all carpet except for the last step that has hardwood that goes onto a hardwood floor? Maybe something like that happened. Maybe it's like, there's no step there. Oh, no, there's a step there. Ah. Anyway, our next story is armed and clumsy. Gestures at America. Our next story, no, I'm kidding. Things got wild on June 2nd at Mile High Spirits and Distillery in Denver when an unnamed off-duty FBI agent accidentally shot patron Tom Reddington, who was 24, in the lower leg. According to the Denver Post, the agent was dancing and did a backflip, which caused his firearm to come out of its holster, fall to the floor. When he bent down to pick up the gun, it discharged. I heard a loud bang, Reddington said, and I thought some idiot set off a firecracker. All of a sudden, from the knee down, became completely red. And that's when it clicked in my head. Oh, I've been shot. A man at the bar applied a tourniquet to Reddington's leg, and the FBI agent was taken to Denver Police Headquarters and released to an FBI supervisor. Mile High Spirits has promised complimentary drinks forever to Reddington. Oh, oh dear. That's a long way to go for a free drink. Sweet Revenge, our next story, and it's just the lyrics to a John Prine song, it looks like. No, again, I'm kidding. In a bid to unseat his boss, Bon Homme County, South Dakota, Deputy Sheriff Mark Maggs thrashed Sheriff Lenny Gramkow in the June 5th, uh, June 5th Republican primary by a vote of 878 to 331. 
So, Sheriff Graham Cow didn't waste any time. Less than a minute after the polls closed, he fired Mags, the Sioux Falls Argus leader reported. As of this moment, you are no longer an employee of Bonham County. Mags termination notice read, Mags, a 31-year-old father of four, will not become sheriff until January, but he is confident the county commission, quote, will stand with my family and ensure that my family will not be left hanging without an income or insurance, Mags said. We're going to be fine. <laughs> that seems like a situation where you could, you know, wrongful termination kind of thing. I mean, I don't know if they have that in South Dakota. Probably not, because it's South Dakota, but, you know, just say no. On June 2nd, as two Jackson County, Oregon sheriff's deputies waited for a tow truck to remove a 2003 Toyota Camry from the side of the road, 23-year-old Anthony J. Clark of Grants Pass walked up the car and told deputies he was going to steal it. Then he got into the car and drove off, leading officers on a 40-mile chase through Ashland, Talent, and Phoenix, Oregon, crashing into fences and driving the wrong way on several roads. When officers finally stopped the car, the Oregonian reported, Clark ran into a mobile home park where he was arrested trying to steal another car. The deputies reported Clark admitted taking LSD and said he thought he was inside a real-life version of Grand Theft Auto video game. Among other charges, Clark was accused of driving under the influence of intoxicants and second-degree criminal mischief. Steal a car, drive through a couple fences, you little scamp. Also, I don't buy that one bit. Do not buy the Grand Theft Auto thing. And I'll tell you why. You can find somewhere there's a gif, and it is pronounced gif, of a guy, like, walking and opening car doors and getting in cars and all that, i.e. Grand Theft Auto. No way. No way. Ain't, ain't gonna happen. You know, you think your job is bad. Think about this guy for a minute. Car salesman Brett Bland and leagues... That's a great name for a car salesman. Come on down to Bland Auto. Uh, in League City, Texas, finally had enough and filed a lawsuit in May against his employer, Auto Nation Acura Gulf Freeway. Ooh, that is a terrible name. And Jeremy Pratt, a co-worker. Pratt, the suit alleges, engaged in, quote, constant taunting, ma taunting, making extremely crass, vulgar, and rude comments, and, quote, reinforced dominance over his subordinates by regularly entering their enclosed offices, intentionally passing gas, and then laughing, as well as, quote, pinching and touching his male subordinates' nipples. KPRC-TV reported that Pratt was fired after sending a text to everyone at the dealership alleging Bland was a sex offender, which he is not. After the firing, however, Bland's lawsuit alleges Auto Nation, Auto Nation excuse me, allowed Pratt to quote, quote, man, I probably could have got another half hour of sleep, loiter at the dealership and continue harassing employees, and Bland was threatened with termination if he didn't sell eight vehicles a month. Bland seeks damages and court costs. That's just bad. Finally, in stories of ew, in Beihai, South China, an unnamed 51-year-old man had been experiencing non-stop nosebleeds for 10 days when his wife told him she saw something peek out of his nose. In June, Metro News reported the man went to Beihai People's Hospital where Dr. Liu Zhangwang removed a slithery, several inches long leech from his nostril as a nurse filmed the procedure. The doctor said the leech might have entered the patient's nose as he swam in a river. And finally, in a gross twist on road rage, Henry George Weaver, 69, of New Tripoli, Pennsylvania, just down the road from Old Tripoli, ended an argument with another man June 8th by defecating on him. I'm guessing the other man's name is June 8th, because that's the way it's formatted. According to Leigh Valley, Pennsylvania State Police, 
they reported that, quote, the accused and the victim got into a road rage argument leading to the accused to defecate on the victim, but they did not disclose what started the argument. Weaver was charged with harassment. That, you would almost have to cooperate, I think, to get that to happen, right? Like, it's just, you like, you don't suddenly, like, getting punched in the face, you don't, like, suddenly get a tap on the shoulder and turn around and BAM! You know what I'm saying? Well, everybody, that is the show for the week. I thank you muchly for giving it a listen with your ear holes. I hope you enjoyed it. It was a, uh, it was certainly a time for me, and um, thinking of leaving a very detailed Yelp review on my my experience. Uh, of course, you can find everything we talked about on the show here at lowbiasgaming.net. You can find old episodes, playlists, and all the music used in the show, other than what you're hearing right now. you got to go get that from Akira the Don. Uh, find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all the places. And uh, keep an eye out for Roll Film coming up later this week. Also, by the way... Uh, if you would like to help financially support the show by throwing a buck or two into the tip jar for uh, me getting up early on a Wednesday morning to do this, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, we have a Patreon. It is patreon.com slash Machine. And like I said, if it's a buck, it's a buck. 
no big deal. If not, hey, no big deal. If it's $600, hey, I can work part-time. Anyway, you guys have a good day. We'll see you later. So they got all you water, mate. Yeah, they decide you don't. It's like you can't stand piss into wine. You can't rub pennies in a wound and expect it to be fine. There are no diamonds in the mines. Cause we teethed a lot. So I'm on top of the pot singing. Thanks for all the A's. And the bums and the nuns and the guns and the bombs on the trains. Thanks for all the A's. And the floods and the bloods and the drugs and the banning all the rights. Thanks for all the A's. And the Asian flu. And for you, and for making us slaves. Thanks for all the Pray for me, Methodist, cause I fear the rapture Coming at ya, like Cleopatra Oh, you can never capture the Donovan's stature I'm evil on the mic like Margaret Thatcher Made you look bombs like a new come truer than the gospel According to my mate Luke It's Isaiah That this guy God wants to kill you if you're queer Or if you're a Jew or you're an Arab A minor in a hole Or if you are a dog because you haven't got a soul Or if you are a dead baby you should count your stones and see how lucky you are So if your kids are unwritten, then you are Twelve times worse than the worst crack hurt I can say this cause I'm sure you ain't shit We've been advised to quit But we ain't taking the piss when we say Thanks for all the A's And the bums and the guns and the nuns and the bums on the trains Thanks for all the A's And the lies and the wives of the guys who be dying in spades Thanks for all the A's And the crap TV and for me and for bringing on the plague Thanks for all the A's Brought to you by... Bye. Bye. Bye.